0: Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. It's the pick of the week, uh, Christmas edition version. <laughs> I feel like we just stepped into like a nineteen forties like yeah. musical. <laughs> we need like a wood burning stove in the background, like crackling. Oh my <laughs> god! That was my best attempt. That's all you're gonna get. Have you seen <laughs> um, White Christmas with Bing Crosby? I don't think I've seen like any Christmas movies except The Grinch, like thirty seven times. That somehow fits (sighs) i'm not surprised and weirdly that one um like uh what are what's that company that makes all of the stupid christmas love movies hallmark yeah um in one hallmark movie that came out like a year ago the somethings at tiffany's or whatever and i think it has like lily collins in it oh i have no idea um it's weird because like the whole concept is like her boyfriend isn't ready to propose but then there's like an accident and their tiffany's bags gets like mixed up and then the guy sounds like right. Yeah, <laughs> but then they somehow end up together yeah it's very like <clears throat> i mean i watched the whole thing but like <laughs> yeah uh, Not the Christmas movie I was expecting. No, but mm -mm. that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, but uh, there was my Christmas Carol for you all. Um, (laughs) What is it? I think it's Dash and Lily. Something. It's on Netflix. Have you heard of it? It's a Christmas. Okay. The only thing I watch on Netflix is K dramas. Fair. (laughs) Been there. (laughs) That's all I've been doing lately. Okay. Well, but what is the Dash and? uh, and It's a Christmas like TV like limited series, and it's like. It's YA. It's like YA TV, Aww. but it's so well done. Wow. And I think it takes place in a bookstore. Aww. Um, let me see if I can find it real fast. It's so fucking cute. I think I like watched the whole thing in like a day. Oh, um, Cuz I feel like some YA stuff isn't well done. Like the plot line is just like cringe. Yeah. I think it's just called Dash and Lily. Hmm. Um, are they like teenagers working in a bookstore? Or? Uh, yeah. And Yeah, she's kind of quirky. He works in a bookstore. It's cute. I think Uh, it was scavenger hunt. uh, Let's see. I would say a whirlwind, a whirl. oh my God, words. (laughs) That's a a hard word. A whirlwind Christmas romance builds a cynical dash and optimistic lily. Oh, it's like sunny. Yeah, sunshine and uh, grumpy sunshine. There we go. (laughs) Trade dares, dreams, and desires in the notebook they pass back and forth at locations Um. around New York City. More letter writing, Jordan. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's just fun because I like to tease you. And my next pick of the week also features letters. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I love that this is a recurring theme. I mean, it's a good, like, out of all the tropes to pick, that one's probably one of the better ones. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for making me feel slightly better about no, it. You don't feel bad at all, because, I mean, there's some really bad tropes <laughs> out there. Uh, we're going to talk about some of those tropes. And, we are. Yeah. Yeah. So today's episode, um, you're probably, like, looking at the title, and you're like, I don't know if this is something that I want to listen to. Um, but I promise it's not going to be... We've but, hinted about our fan fiction dabbling. Yeah. My dabbling, your obsession. Yeah. My like <laughs> full deep dive, scuba diving, um, 300 meter deep. But you made a convert out of me. That's fair because, and that's kind of like the whole intent. I, I wish you could have seen her like chef's hands. I, she just did. Yeah. I'm doing the <laughs> Italian hands right now because that's kind of the intent of this episode is. So we understand that the holiday season is kind of a time where, like, you feel like you're just hemorrhaging money at all times, at all instances, even at, like, midnight. And you're like, oh, I need to fucking order something for my Aunt Susan, who I've only talked to, like, four times the last three years, Mm -hmm. but I have to buy her something. So we decided the pick of the week would be something that is free, will always be free, is available if you have internet access, which is, like generally most people i feel like at this point so it's anything that anybody can read but it's one of those things that you have to get over the hurdle of yeah you have to you have to <laughs> swallow the i don't know what you have to swallow the cr- uh, yeah uh, <laughs> What are we swallowing? i don't know why we're swallowing <laughs> uh. um, you have to swallow your hesitation about yeah. reading fan fiction if you were like like me and we're a little bit hesitant um it's this so worth it yeah i feel like if even jordan was like let me let me just give this a shot and then finished it in, in like what go. a day one yeah. go <laughs> like opened it started it finished it like two and a half hours yep
1: mm. that should
0: that should tell you so this one we have the link in the like podcast notes it's called the politician's wife by a mm-hmm. uh, pirate fancier there's an eight in there and i think it's and we've talked before this is an author like yeah. there's no fucking way this this person does not have like a published work. yeah and i feel like i've gone on some like reddit deep diving and this person actually is a published author but wants to keep her two personas separate like uh like allie hazelwood she's obviously like not come clean but like been very upfront about her fan fiction writing past but there's some people that are like nope this is just for funsies I don't want my two personas colliding, intersecting at any point. Which, like, fair. I mean, I don't.
1: I feel. I, like feel, it's very...
0: I feel like it's you know people who take pride in baking and, yeah. and ends up using like a Betty Crocker mix as like a st- <laughs> as a starter. <laughs> like, I love that this is the most like obscure like baking specific. <laughs> that just shows who you are, and I love it. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, continue. Oh. Um, but the politician's wife is basically kind of a post-Harry Potter, um, like, what happens in the future, I Yeah, guess. they're in their 30s or 40s, right? uh uh-huh. yeah. So they're, like, very middle-aged, which I thought was kind of fun because I feel like you don't get a lot of, like, good books uh, that feature older characters. Yeah. yeah. Most characters, like, especially in the genre we read, is, like, 18 to mm, late 20s. Yeah, and I feel like as you get older, it kind of becomes, like, less and less relatable yeah can attest yes yeah <laughs> yeah so this was like uh and i'm obviously younger but it was still nice to have something like that had more adult themes and like the maturity of the characters was uh relatable yeah like it seemed fitting for like even though it's a have we talked about what fan fiction it is uh i don't think so <laughs> By the way, <laughs> so this is a Harry Potter fan fiction featuring like the main couple is Hermione Granger and Draco Malfoy. And when I've talked to my partner about this, he's like, What the fuck? There's <laughs> a little, I, yeah, and that's, that's fair, but it's more for people who like that, like uh, enemies to lovers, like uh, situation creation where it's like, How the fuck can this person have like a full, redemption arc and then get to the point that they are like redeemable by someone that's like very good and pure and like i don't know i love it, it so did i the the romantic tension between these oh my two God. characters oh i got yeah. little shivers going just thinking about it like it's so good yeah. like you can feel the chemistry mm-hmm. and the banter it's just the, yeah, the dialogue, the way it's written, it Incredible. just flows so well. Yeah, so the concept is that they're both married and they're both in kind of like not happy relationships. Hermione works 80-hour work weeks, which I feel like is very relatable as you get like older and you're like, I don't have time for anything. I don't get my hair done. I don't get my nails done. And it's just kind of like how her relationship or marriage falls apart with like Ron Weasley, which is what happened at the end of book it's seven eight in the harry potter series oh i didn't know that i uh, haven't read all of the harry potter books what i, I stopped at book f- five. Oh, i wow. halfway through book five because mm-hmm. harry turned into a little bitch and i just couldn't take it anymore i could see that that's fair uh yeah but at the end of the like last book there's a, like a 20-year epilogue where Jesus, I, yeah. <laughs> um Hermione Granger and Ron Weasley are married, Harry and Ginny are married, they have kids and they're sending their kids off to Hogwarts is like kind of the premise or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, it's how her marriage kind of falls apart. And I feel like it's a very like reasonable falling apart. Like it's easy to see how, if you have someone that is super dedicated to the work and doesn't have a partner that understands that and like understands like what kind of like mm-hmm. self-help and self-need they have they can just like oh you don't love me anymore and like i'm gonna go fuck around with someone else so i don't know it's a this (laughs) This mature themes (laughs) yeah i would say this this is almost like a trigger warning because some people is like this is a sensitive topic for some Mm -hmm. readers it's just it's not a comfortable thing but it is a very realistic thing yeah this happens in the real world all the time Mm -hmm. um and maybe it's taking a step outside of the fantasy um world to like treat this kind of relationship development and then like see what happens after yeah but yeah because uh i feel like sometimes in fantasy you get too wrapped up in the like the world that's happening around it for you to really focus on how people would interact in those circumstances Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of nice that it's like it almost reads like a contemporary romance yeah exactly yeah so i mean i don't know if that's your cup of tea like it's really well written like this could be published as like a one-off like summer. Yeah, change you know. the names and yeah. Yeah, done. So it's just one of those, if you are tired of having to buy like nine ninety nine books on Kindle or like going to the library and the book that you want isn't in stock or isn't available for the next like month and a half, this is a free option. It'll always be free, free forever because like copyright and whatever yeah. the fuck. <laughs> but also just, just a shout out to... Draco in this book, mm-hmm. if you, like us, uh, really are into the K-drama types, <laughs> Draco plays the like bad boy billionaire, yep. like suave, <laughs> uh, spo- like he buys her, like he like outfits Hermione mm-hmm. in like a beautiful dress yeah. and takes her to a fancy French restaurant, oh! like it's just so fucking cute. It kind of has the pretty woman uh, like treatment a little bit. Where Mm -hmm. she like doesn't take care of herself and then he's like, you know what, you deserve to be like as beautiful on the outside as you are on the inside and you need to take care of yourself. And and his total disdain for Ron is just. Oh my God. (laughs) It's so good. It's so so good. Yeah. Oh Oh my God. Yeah. So if you were a little bit hesitant to jump into K-dramas, I feel like this is the same kind of hurdle of like, if you could get over that and you're like, I fucking love K-dramas now, it will be the same kind of journey for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like it brings up a point that me and Jordan also wanted to talk about, oh, which yeah. is the Hurricane Wars. Oh, okay. <sighs> this book. So it came up on one of my, like, recommended Barnes & Noble or Kindle or fill in the blank for your fucking book of choice, <laughs> how you find your reading. Um, and I was started reading reviews and it was talking about how this book is a, like, totally a fanfic. It was started out as a fan fiction for Kylo and Ren uh Kylo Ren and Ray Ky- from yeah. Star Wars yeah <laughs> I knew sorry <laughs> no it's okay <laughs> Kylo and <laughs> Ren <laughs> right. uh yeah and like for for sure like it was picked up specifically because it was a well-written fan fiction I'm like mm-hmm. oh after reading The Politician's Wife this must be good yeah and there was a mixture of really shitty reviews and really good reviews um so I told Kitty about it mm-hmm. and um well, you wanna? <laughs> yeah, because I had seen it too, and then I like Jordan kind of got like turned off by the reviews. Like there was a lot of like one and two star reviews, and I was like, I don't know. Like some of these are like pretty savage, so maybe I won't. But then it came up again. Like it was probably like three or four weeks later, and we're like, you know what? We'll just like both jump into the sample, see what happens. Maybe we'll like it. And <laughs> I <laughs> no page two for me. Uh, uh, what yeah. page for you? Uh, so I got through like. 40 pages maybe gross yeah but my first point is this book Hmm. is 14.99 for the kindle version so that is an ebook you don't get to touch anything you don't get to own really anything 14.99 and she is a brand new author this is her like debut novel 14.99 you got me fucked up but then for it not to be <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry yeah. your face is just i'm just so mad i could see the trigger is just escalating uh, as <laughs> like as i'm we just go. so mad for it to not feel like it got edited by someone that knew what they were doing like and so i will explain why i'm so pissed off So fantasy books, you have to create a world, you have to like, you know, shove a lot of world building like pretty quickly into it. So you can kind of set the scene, set the circumstances, political, whatever the fuck going on. But it does not need to happen in the first 50 pages to the point that you have no fucking idea what you're reading. (laughs) Because that was one of the reviews, right? I I think I saw that. They were saying they put all the world building in like the first two chapters and then the rest of the book is character driven, which I like. Yep. I want a character driven fantasy romance or fantasy or anything, but that much? Yeah. And what's frustrating is they use that as like a a critique of fan fiction in general where fan fiction you don't have to work as hard to create the world building Mm because it's like a world that obviously the reader understands they understand the character so you can just immediately jump into character dynamics, which fair but also that doesn't happen in all fan fiction because like sometimes you have your characters in a different like world and you still have to do world building or they're in a different circumstances you still have to do world building but like even other fantasy books like you still have to do world building and it doesn't need to happen in the first two chapters of like only world building and like using all these like weird one-off terms and like being very confusing the world building in the fourth wing was better than whatever what? the book. Yeah. No. That is how mad I am with this book. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of the fourth I'm wing, calm. speaking of, yeah, we have talked about attempting it again. Yeah, we have. And, if I can force my way through the to say force, maybe I can do it. I just don't understand the amount of hype. Like, it's getting the same amount of attention as Akatar. Which is insane to me. How? I know. So, I feel like we need to give it another shot yep. in our season two. Yep. But uh, but also, that feels painful. I uh, know, <laughs> I'm <on> too. <laughs> it feels as painful as this book. Because it's just one of those things that, like had the author or the editor kind of looked at it and they're like no this is maybe like a, a lot at the beginning like let me like you know space it through this probably would be good and it's frustrating too because like she was so intent on separating it from its you know like Star Wars origins that she like tried to shove it into a fantasy setting and it didn't work like they're still trying to drive like Spaceships, but they're like what? boats that are powered with magic. Oh God! It was confusing to read. I'm like, I don't even know, like what what this Do is. Do they have light swords too? <laughs> I I don't. Uh, they can use some kind of magic to create weapons. I oh, guess. Jesus. Which, like, again, but it's annoying because, like, you could still have this be a space opera. Like, yeah, Star Wars doesn't own all space operas or sci-fi. No, like, like, I love space operas. Yeah. It's one of my favorite genres, but. Come on. Yeah, because, like, Blade Dancer, that is a setting with, like, a bunch of different planets and different... Don't hurt me. (laughs) I know you haven't read it yet. I But I... (laughs) But you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So it's just frustrating that, like, I don't know. Because the reviews, yes, it's fair that this was fan fiction that got published and, like, you can use that as a critique. But, like, use it as a critique like not unfairly Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because i mean the politician's wife is a great example that's fan fiction but like they still had to do a lot of world building to like establish like this is the relationship this is the circumstances that they're currently facing like these are the issues this is what's happening so it's just (sighs) all this to say is we would rather have read a published contemporary version of the politician's wife Like, do that. Like, yep. just as it, like you said, a critique of a published book being like, oh, this is like fan fiction or this was just fan fiction. That is not how you critique a book. That's actually, like, if it's fan fiction, it's popular, it's good. Like, oh, they're building on an already good idea. Mm -hmm. Highest form of flattery right there. (laughs) (laughs) uh, And like, as Allie Hazelwood's books are like, really well written. You know, the dynamics are cool. She had to do world building for those. So like, That was also fan fiction at the beginning. So Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I just got so heated that they just immediately threw it in the dirt. And it's like, the Hurricane Wars just wasn't good. Like, it needed some really rigorous editing. (sighs) So all that to say, I'm sweaty now and frustrated. You're you're (laughs) gleaming a little bit. (laughs) It's just so angering. But there's good fan fiction out there. Just like there's good fantasy books. There's good contemporary romances. So it's like you just have to find the good books. They're out there. Yeah. You just have to, like, dig further now. Yeah. (sighs) Though I do feel bad because, like, I sent Jordan some things about this whole, like, Goodreads one-star review, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah craziness that's so, why you can't trust reviews no and it's crazy too because um so for readers that maybe haven't heard about this there is like a controversy they called it like review gate or something <laughs> like <laughs> of course. we're all nerds um there was this person that was making a bunch of fake accounts on goodreads to like review bomb people that were debuting in the same year that she was yeah, yeah. like i think next year And so she created all these fake accounts, bombed their reviews, and then left a bunch of good star, like five-star reviews on her book. And I felt bad because the Hurricane Wars was one of them that was getting review bombed. So I was like, maybe some of these reviews or like some of these ratings are fake. So let me give it a shot. But like, what I don't understand (laughs) about people who do dumb shit like that is that like look at the age that we're living in do you yeah. think you're not gonna get caught yeah like everything <laughs> leaves a digital footprint yeah really yeah and what? it's crazy too because like there were screenshots of her like continuing to be like oh this was like someone that i knew and uh she did this and like look at these chats between us but the chats were from like the day that she was being accused oh, so it's like dumb do you not know what photoshop is hey, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So it's just one of those, like, if you're going to do it, like, at least do it well. <laughs> and I guess our, our point with this is uh, we're willing to give books like The Hurricane Wars more of a shot, even if they have lower reviews, because, again, you can't trust people. Anymore. Yeah, because what was the book? There was a book we read recently that we both loved, but it had, like, not good ratings. Oh, goodness. Do you know how many books we've gone through in the last year? I honestly... Because I was surprised. This is like the 29th or 30th book that we've done for Picks of the Week. Oh, did you... Oh, my God. That's fucking impressive. That's a lot of (laughs) books. No wonder I can't remember. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. But it has happened before. And uh, the book that you got from... Yeah. Half price books. What which was... will probably be another pick of the week further on. This is called Waking Land. Mm-hmm. Uh, won't talk about it too much right now, but it has like three and a half stars on Goodreads. Yeah. But like, I'm sorry. So I, I, lo- <laughs> okay. Just, this is going to be a ranting pick of the week, but it is. I, I picked this up because I really like when I see like a hard copy book and the title is bigger than the author's name, which mm-hmm. tells me like, oh, they actually had to probably work a little bit harder to get this one published. <laughs> Means it probably has a good story. Yep. But, There's a quote on the cover, which from like another well-known author, and it's Tamora Pierce, like the goddess of (laughs) YA fantasy. (laughs) She's the like godmother. (laughs) Yeah. And she says, a heartbreaking, enchanting edge of the seat read. And I'm like, Tamora Pierce says this, and you flip it over, and some of the other like publishers, weekly, and author quotes on this hard copy book, (laughs) Charlene Harris, who wrote the... um, dead after dark mm. that's the true oh, blood shit. series yeah. yeah that author and terry brooks oh who sort of shanara made into a fucking tv show yeah all of these <laughs> authors on this book and we go to goodreads and it's three and a half stars yeah that's crazy what the fuck because those are like the og yeah. giants of the like fantasy romance before it was fantasy oh, romance and on goodreads the first review is patricia briggs yeah oh, I excuse me patricia briggs <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yet it has like a three point two or three point five star. So it's like I got some questions. Oh, and by the way, this book retailed like original price for sixteen dollars. God damn. So Hurricane Wars was fourteen for yeah. digital. Yeah. For excuse a the fuck that, out of me. Mm-mm. Yeah. Tamora Pierce did not review and write yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. It should that be should be like your threshold to charge anything more than like twelve dollars? It's like mm-hmm. did Tamora Pierce read this and enjoy it? Yes. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> But it's frustrating because there's no alternative to good no. reads. No. Which is crazy because it's like as we've seen like time and time again recently, like good read reviews and numbers and number of reviews like don't mean anything. But how else do you pick good books? You listen to our you, podcast I was going to say you, you listen to people like us uh, please and thank you uh, so if you're uh, really you know listening to our podcast and you gonna enjoy are going to pat it, ourselves on like... the back a little bit right there uh, yeah that we have talked about books that I feel like probably people don't enjoy the elf fine. tangent huh <laughs> that's fair that's fair I accept full like culpability for that <laughs> it's okay I'm pretty sure I've recommended some ones that are no longer even appropriate because they came out in the 80s that's fair so, Yeah, but, but um, yeah so that was our rant on fan fiction good reads and not good books so from our digital shelf yeah to yours uh we'll see you on the next page that felt weird I didn't like i didn't <laughs> like that closing can we do some should we just uh, do a normal one sure from our sh- er, from our shelf to yours yeah we'll see you on the next page <laughs>